God bless you, brothers and sisters. This is Brother Leonard. It's a great day to be alive. It's a great day to be talking to you. And I tell you what, I'm excited about this new year, about 2024, and the things that it will bring. 2023, we saw a lot of a uh, lot of good people who went on to be with the Lord, and a lot of things happened in 2023. But God continues to remain faithful. He continues to uh, to orchestrate our lives, and that's a blessing. And so, uh, I want you to get prepared for 2024. And a lot of times, we need to do a um, just kind of kind of look at our lives and and sort of inspect what we um, or assess, um, you know, what we've been doing and, and what we need to do. What is it that we need to do differently this year? than we did last year. And so I know in my own life that uh, my focus has been on, uh, on faith. And so uh, I think that that is a good place to start. At least that's where I feel like the Lord is leading me. And so I really want to talk to you today about faith. And I want to talk to you about uh, really faith and what it is and and how we use it and so sometimes we we don't really know um you know i don't know where you got saved or um what church you were brought up in but sometimes we just um we what we weren't taught right or or whatever the case may be but today i want to talk to you about faith let's pray Father, we just want to say thank you for this day. Thank you for your goodness and your mercy today. And Father, today we thank you for your word. We thank you for your word going out and accomplishing that which you please. I thank you that we're anointed to speak your word that, um, and the people that are listening are anointed to hear. Holy Spirit, have your way. Give us what, um, what it is that we need to know today concerning faith concerning any subject that we delve into. And we believe you right now. Lord, we bind every devil, every demon that would try to come and attack the word or that would try to come and attack our ability to receive the word. And we give you the praise. We give you the honor in Jesus name. Amen. So brothers and sisters, I don't know about you, but there has been times where I've, uh, I've grown frustrated uh, because Maybe I thought I was believing God for certain things and those things didn't come to pass. And I really did believe what, you know, what I believe for or what I said. I honestly did. And so today I want to talk to you about that because I know that some of you all have those same frustrations where you pray about something or you read the word and you stand on the word. And so, and then, you know, maybe what you, what you wanted, you didn't get, or it didn't come to pass when you got born again, you know, um, the Bible says in second Corinthians five seventeen, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And so when you got born again, right, you became a new creature a whole new creation, something that never was. We began, we took on the life of God. So 
if you're born again, you're not the same individual. Now, I know you feel like you're the same outside because you still look at your hands and they look the same. You look in the mirror, you still look the same. But what has changed is that person on the inside of you. You're no longer that same spirit. You're no longer connected to Adam. You know, Adam's sin and his disobedience and rebellion that caused us to fall away from God. Now you've been reconciled to God. Now you are God's child. You are God's son, God's daughter, right? And so God has a whole nother system that we need to be dealing in. Here's our problem. We're so used to this earthly realm that we're in, this sense realm, you know, where we touch, we taste, we feel, we smell, we see. This is what we're used to. For all the years that we've been on this earth, we're used to this. But now we've got born again. Now we're born again. We're children of God. We've been born from above and not from beneath. And so what we need to learn now is how do we operate in the word? Because now the word is what dictates everything in our life. And so in this kingdom that we're in now, it's not the, you know, it's not that um, this earthly kingdom that we're living in. I'm talking about the kingdom that we were born in, and that's God's kingdom. It operates differently. Things are not, it doesn't operate like we operate in this natural world. You do know that there are two worlds. There's a spiritual world and there's a natural world. Well, our issue is this, is that we've been in this natural world for so long that we've grown accustomed to the way it operates. But now we're in the spirit world. We've gotten born again. And so everything we need is in the spirit world. The Bible says that God has supplied all of our needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. He said he's blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. So we've been blessed already. So the key is, how do we get those blessings to materialize from that spirit world into this natural world? And so now that's what we need to talk about, because the truth is, that's where faith comes in. Did you realize, brothers and sisters, that faith is the currency of the kingdom, that the way we operate in the kingdom is through faith. And so we need to talk about faith and what does faith do for us? Well, first of all, what is faith? Well, in Hebrews 11 and 1, we see the classical definition that faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And so you can say that faith is my ability to act on what I believe in God. So remember that faith is not just believing God. It's more to it than that. You can believe God, but if you never act on what God said, then it's not going to do you any good anyway, right? Because now what you're doing is you're getting into belief. You can believe, but if you don't act on your belief, then that's not faith. Faith is acting on what you believe in the word. Now, I'm going to tell you something. 
we use faith every day. We use faith when we go to work. We use faith when we come home. I guarantee you, when you turn on the light switch in your house, you're using faith because you can stand there in your living room all day long and believe that if you turn that light switch on, that the lights are coming on. But if you never put action to it and actually walk over there and click the switch, the light is not coming on. It's not coming on through divine osmosis. It's not coming on through mental telepathy. It is not coming on, y'all, through ESP. It's not. It's only going to come on when you walk over there and when you flip the switch, it's going to come on. I guess you never thought about what happens when you flip that switch. I'll tell you what happens. We realize that uh, that if we just click the switch, the light is coming on. Have you ever clicked the switch and the light didn't come on? And then you get all frustrated and, and wonder what happened, right? Is the power out? Did the bulb blow? And, and so that kind of threw you off. So you always expect the light to come on. Why? Because basically it's learned behavior through all of our years. We learn that if we click the light switch, it's coming on. And so that's what's important. I don't care what's behind the scene. All I care about is what happens when I click that switch and the light comes on. I don't care that, you know, some switch had to be tripped and, and that currents had to begin to flow and that the bills had to be paid for you to be able to access the electricity and all those things and that the electricity is stored um, in a place somewhere. And, and I'm from Texas, so somewhere from Texas, you know, you got your electricity that's being stored. So as long as you pay your bills, you can access that electricity because your house has been constructed in such a way um, with wires and that kind of thing that if you click that switch, guess what? You're going to get electricity, right? Well, you have faith for that. You have faith that when you get in your car, right, and you turn that switch on, that you're going to be able to operate that car. And when you put it in reverse, you have faith that it's going to go backwards. You put it in drive, you have faith that it's going to go forward. If you didn't, you would never do it. So you do have faith, right? So we have faith for this natural world. We absolutely do. And a lot of it is based on what we've learned experientially, what we've done, you know, uh, throughout our lives. It's, exper it's experience. And so we realize that when we sit in a chair, it's going to support our weight. If you weigh 200 pounds and you sit in a chair, you want to make sure it supports your weight. Now, I guarantee you, if there's a small chair that somebody put in the room and it looks weak to you, you're not going to just sit in that chair. You're going to look at it and test it and make sure it'll support your weight. But as long as that chair looks normal, what you're used to, what you've seen before, then that's fine. You're going to trust that chair, right? Well, brothers and sisters, this is what I'm talking about. In order for you to trust God and to develop faith, you're going to have to be in the word of God because you're a brand new creation. And so you need the word of God because, first of all, you have to learn who God is. You know, you've gotten saved and, and that kind of thing. Yes, you're born again and you're in the kingdom of God, but you still have to learn some things. Like I have to retrain my whole mindset. 
I don't have a choice. I have to retrain my whole mindset on the things of the kingdom of God. Because when I get saved, I don't know anything, basically, when it comes to this kingdom. You might know church, but do you know uh, things pertaining to the kingdom of God? That's what's important. You know, you have to get your mindset into what God said. What did God say about it? What does the Bible say? Because the word of God is God's word. It's coming from the Bible, right? You have to believe that all scripture is given to us for correction, for reproof, for instruction. And that scripture is given from God and is given to mankind so that mankind will know how to live, especially his people. It's like a roadmap. In order for you to know what God expects of you, don't you have to get in the book and find out? You don't just know. You can't just take people's word for it. The problem with a lot of people today is they just take, they take people's word. They don't get in the Bible. They don't read for themselves. They don't understand. And therefore, they really don't know. The Bible says that my people perish for the lack of knowledge. And so you can't really grow in faith if you, if you don't get in the word of God. Because the truth is, the scripture says in Romans 10, 17, that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And it's great to study the Bible because the word of God says to study to show yourself approved unto God as workmen that need not be ashamed rightly dividing the word of truth. So it's important for us to study the word of God. But you know what, brothers and sisters? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So in order for you to get that faith, you're going to have to say, you're going to have to get that word and start talking. Talk that word. You're going to have to take those Bible verses and say them out loud because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. As you go to church and listen to your preacher, faith is being developed. Everything about us is going to take time to develop because this new man, this new born again creation on the inside of us, man, I tell you, it's, it's fed by the word of God. It's energized by the word of God. Everything is about the word because the word is spirit, right? The Bible says that the word of God is alive and it's powerful and it's sharper than any two-edged sword. It's piercing even to the divine line of the soul and the spirit and of the joints and the marrow. It's a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. God's word is what feeds your born again spirit. And it's what ultimately produces faith in your life to be able to trust and believe God to the point where you're at. Not just because, you know, somebody said something. But if God says that whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Well, you have to get that word in you concerning that where you believe that absolutely. And then you have to put that scripture to work. If that's what you believe, that whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. So whatever that thing is, right, you believe it by faith and you receive it by faith. Right. And then you walk in the fact that God has already done that for you. You don't have to keep begging him for it. You've asked him. You showed him the scripture. This is the scripture. This is the word I'm standing on. Right. Lord, that whatsoever things I desire when I pray, 
I believe that I receive them and I should have them. Lord, I receive. And then you fill in the blank. What is it that you need to receive? You know, maybe you're trying to believe God for um, enough money to buy uh, a bicycle or something like that. Or maybe you got issues with your rent and you need enough money to pay your rent. So, Father, I thank you that you said whatsoever things I desire when I pray, believe that I receive them and I should have them. Lord, I receive the 200 bucks I need for rent. Father, I've done what I can do, right, to get it, but I'm believing you. Sometimes we just don't put the word of God to work. We don't trust and walk out there because we don't think it's going to happen. But if you do put it to work on your behalf, these things will come to pass. But it's up to you to build your faith. It's up to you to build that relationship with God. That's why you have to get to know God, you know, and we always say, seek, the Bible says to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things will be added unto you. It's important that we seek him, not just the things that he can do for us, not seeking his hand, but seeking his face, getting to know God, because as we get to know him, right, we trust him. And you know, it takes time to build that trust. You know it when you're talking about building trust with people. It takes time to build trust. You just don't trust people overnight. It takes time to build trust. You don't trust God overnight. It takes time to build trust. You have to get to know his ways and get to know who he is and get to know what he likes and what he, what he doesn't like. You know, and as you build that relationship with him and you do that through the word of God and you do that through prayer and your time with him, right? And as you build that, that relationship with him, what happens is you begin to build that trust. And so now I depend on God to help me with situations and circumstances. I trust him because, first of all, Jesus said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I'll be with you even until the end of the world. So he's with me always. He said he promised to supply all my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ. So that's important because now I know that God wants my needs supplied. And he said he'll supply all my needs. So that's important. I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, what we have to do is take time out to really get ourselves in the word of God so that we can build faith. Because, again, we do have faith. We have faith for a whole lot of things. But here's the question. Do you have faith for the things of God? Do you have the God kind of faith? That's the kind of faith that gets you the answers that you need. That's the kind of faith that get people healed and delivered and set free. It's the kind of faith that will cause uh, people to get saved. It's the kind of faith that will get you answers in difficult times and difficult situations. That's what I'm talking about. So I do want to continue along this line because we're going to talk about some other things. And it's important because I want to talk to you about the difference between faith and belief. I want to talk to you about how you get your, your prayers answered. It's important that you know how to do that. You know, we're living in a time now where everything is so expensive. Things have gone up. And I know some of you are struggling. You're trying to, uh, you know, make ends meet. And you're really trying to do the things that you need to do. You want promotions. You want things to work better for you. And so uh, I get it. And you can easily get frustrated. But to know how to receive these things from God, 
man, it makes your life a whole lot more easier. And to know that God will ultimately, I mean, he'll bless you. He'll bless your storehouses. He'll bless your children. He'll bless your life. He'll bless you in every way. But you do have to get to know him. The Bible says the people that know their God shall do exploits. And I know that um, that his word is true when it comes to those kinds of things. But brothers and sisters, I'm going to end it right there because we got a lot to cover. Um, my goal is to to talk about this maybe the next three or four times because I'm going to talk about it until uh, folks get it. Because I really want you to get a hold to um, to faith. I want you to get a hold to being able to function and operate in faith. That's important. All right. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your word today. Um, it's folks out here right now that need you and they need to understand you. So right now, I just thank you for blessing them, Lord, and touch their hearts right now as we do a call for salvation. Brothers and sisters, listen, if you've never received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, faith won't work for you anyway. Yeah, this faith in this world will, but I'm talking about faith to receive the things of God. I'm talking about faith to do those things that, that God wants you to do. And really, um, just knowing that you have a relationship with God, that when you leave this earth, um, that you're going to heaven. That That's important. You have to have faith for that. And so what I want to do now, if you've never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, now's a good time to do that. The Bible says that... Um, that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, that I'll be saved. And so if you want to be saved right now, if you want to know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I want you to repeat this prayer after me. I'm going to lead you in a prayer. Say, Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner and I want to be saved. You said in your word that if I will confess with my mouth, the Lord Jesus and believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead, that I'll be saved. Jesus, I believe you died for my sins. And Jesus, I believe that God raised you from the dead. And so right now, I receive you as my Lord, as my Savior. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. Brothers and sisters, if you prayed that prayer, you're a child of God. So guess what? You need to get you a good Bible or download a good Bible app, and you need to get in a good Bible-believing church so that you can learn more about this Lord and Savior Jesus Christ that you just received. And so we're going to talk more about, um, really, about building yourself up in faith. We're going to talk about um, about being successful in your life, being successful using the Word of God. And so we have a lot to talk about. But brothers and sisters, I want you to have a great day today and go out there and let God use you and be an extension of him and show the love that God has in you. And I mean uh, to let people know that Jesus is Lord. Well, God bless you. This is Brother Leonard. Have a great day.